We start the story of Cheese Past in a lathe in Hawes in Wensleydale. Some call buildings such as this cowhouses or cowhouses, others outbuyers, others just barns. Cows lived in here once. It's a stone building in a field and the farmer would need to come here every day. Very hard. Very cold. I mean, it, it was all work. It was nothing else but work on them farms. The rich and distinctive voice of Brian Sunter speaking to an oral history interviewer last year. He was remembering farming high up the Whiterside Road in Swaledale, where cows were kept to produce milk for cheesemaking. Winter time, we had, you know, all these barns that just spots that are round the farm, round the fields, which you see round Swaledale. We had five of those away from the house, and they used to go round them all on the morning, all five of them. That they probably had four four cows in each and they were to let go to have a drink then you give them their hay tied them up again and moved on to the next one Brian Sunter starting off this Voices from the Dales episode with me Andrew Fagg in Cheese Past we'll be drawing on the Dales Countryside Museum's oral history collection before recording some fresh voices on cheese at next month's Cheese Festival 2021 for the next episode, Cheese Present. So, barns such as this, all laves as they're called, are all empty now, like this one, empty of the milk cows at least, for which they were built. Seventy odd years ago, by contrast, they were all full, for even the farms at the Dale Heads were in milk. Margaret Watson from Leeds entered the Land Army in the Second World War and came to Bradley Hall Farm, right at the top of Coverdale. At 6.30 on her first morning, she was shaken out of bed by Joyce, the farmer. So now we toddled down to Cowhouse, didn't we? And I thought, oh, look what's up and going to happen now, like. So anyhow, we got down there and Joyce just gave me this three-legged stool and a little bucket. And I thought, oh. And she said, like, sit down there and put this bucket between your knees. So, which I did. She put me like inside of this cow and she was going to show me how to milk, you see, pull and squeeze or something. I mean, that's about what she told me. Well, you know what I like with you. Put that, oh, I hope that any long nails will stick into, you know, this is under and there. And cow looked round at me and I thought, they don't like me, I don't think the way it looked at me. And yeah, I tried and I thought, oh, this is funny work. But I had to do that. The, like in the morning, just for so long, and then she'd give me something else to do. And then you had another go at night, till you, you had to keep trying till you got... And it's you get the rhythm at the finish, and it's as easy as pie once you get it, but the only thing is you'd look out for cows, because you'd be sat there and tail will come around and hit you in the face. Oh, they'd pick, they'd pick the feet up, you have to mind the duck, get the feet in the bucket. Margaret Watson. We will get on to cheese making, but for a moment let's go one step further back. To get cheese you need milk, to get milk you need hay, or some sort of fodder for the cows through the winter. Matthew Bell is from Semidal Hall Farm in Radleside. 
Such was the demand for grass-cutting labourers that for many decades Irishmen came every year to the Dales. Matthew Bell speaking in 2019 said some were better than others. Before they the started mowing grass with, with horse machines, they used to mow it all with scythes and they used to hire six Irishmen every year to mow grass. And uh, they used to buy two 56-gallon barrels of beer and they had them locked in a cellar across, across back here. And uh, there was one morning, one of the Irishmen was missing and, uh, and there was a hole in the door in the cellar and he'd, he'd, he was a right thin. And he got under the door and he was laid under the barrel of beer and all run out. <laughs> uh, oh yes, there used to be two irons days in halls on a Tuesday, you know. And all the pubs would be full of them. And, yeah. You know, they'd come and you'd, you, you, you was out on front of Kilnil there, they used to stand. And you went and asked them, you know, about working and that. One was here 19 years work for us mm. yeah and and the other one I th it was his nephew and he worked here 14 years mm. then then of course we got into bailers and yeah we didn't really need them yeah. then no one of the few local farms still in milk in 2021 is run by the scars at colby hall here in wensleydale for the past 30 years their milk has gone to make wensleydale cheese at the famous creamery in halls Eleanor Scar of Colby Hall, we met her in the second episode of Voices from the Dales, gave an oral history interview in 2018, in her 49th year at the farm. At Colby, we absolutely did do dairy. My husband is absolutely, first and foremost, a dairy farmer. His, he farmed with his brother, and his brother looked after the sheep. But my husband, James absolutely didn't ever look after the children or do anything like that. He was totally committed to his cows up to the point where I have said that I've spent, I've spent my life being second fiddle to a herd of cows. He would go out any time of the night. He would jump out of bed if he heard a cow calving. Uh, you know, I mean, he just was absolutely, it was ingrained in him. He loved cows. So I've had a wonderful time here, being able to help um, with the dairying process at Colby. It's time to move from cows directly to cheese. I'm sat in front of the house I grew up in, on Gale Lane, near Hawes. It faces directly the Wensleydale Creamery. It's a cheese factory on a hill, painted white, with a visitor centre attached. There is where I am now. I'm quite happy uh, with... Uh, very pleasant memories of a lifetime. The book of it as managing and building up the Wensleydale cheese industry. Kit Calvert speaking in 1979. He had this cheese factory built. He was the son of a quarryman from the village of Berterset, two miles away. He began working life as a farmhand. Eventually I got a little bit of land and uh, then I married and uh, I started selling a drop of milk, a few gallons of milk each day 
by uh, uh, delivering it in pints and two pints to some of the houses in the village. While this happened, the, my surplus milk, if I had any, I took to the local creamery. This was to a creamery located in an old mill in the town, when this site was still a meadow. And then, one day, the local creamery in 1933, uh, the local manager, or owner, I should say, uh, said he, he couldn't pay us and he was going to go bankrupt. And uh, with that, I uh, rallied the farmers together and I said, we mustn't let it go bankrupt because that will be the end of our little creamery. And with the help of the farmers and the other tradesmen, I rescued it from bankruptcy. And they said that I would have to manage it if it had to carry on. And so for 35 years I carried on with this Wensleydale cheese creamery. I could listen to Kit Calvert all day, but lastly for now, here he reads an excerpt from a poem on Wensleydale cheese by a local writer, the late James Alderson. It gives a picture of the industry from when monks came here and made cheese from sheep's milk, owd yows. And so I recite it. The monks of Javo first made the, the say, Abbot and his men could do far more pray. There was first made fat milk of old yows. This kind of work fit in well with the vows. The milk scores the yows twice every day. Twas very slow work, and shape they would stray. They built dry walls to keep them at hand, and in time they grew rich and had plenty of land. For centuries those been made at farms it deal, them short-torn beasts they never did fail. For centuries there was made bit farmers' wives, working seven days a week that gay clashing lives. Those called Wensedil, it's a gay good name, but fresh swadil and coverdil some of the best came. There was made with milk fed limestone pastures on hills. What herbage is good, and there's water it gills. I saw the maid grised in years back. My granny and aunt the beef had the knock. I saw the maid at Fossier at Gale. There was rars on them at dairy just ready for sale. There was put in a vat and put in a press. There was put on a shelf with a cloth for a dress. There was squeezed gay hard and bummed about. It must have been for the best, I haven't a doubt. Those made bit pond, those made bit tone. New ways have come in, old ways is gone. They're in a very big hurry, a starter's put in. It's all a rush job now, there's markets to win. Them lyle pond the sell while every part. You can buy them at shops, you can buy them at mart. You can buy them in London, you can buy them abroad. But last Jan I bout was up with the road. I'll seek up for thee whatever I buy. It's flavour it counts to a fellow like me. Thou's been a favourite of mine since I was a lad. Thou's best cheese it walled. Thou's best it have had. One of the chief Wensleydale cheesemakers after Kit was Derek Ramsden. He was there when a new sort of Wensleydale, one with cranberries in it, was invented by Richard Clark in the 1990s.
And one day phone rang, and it was Richard. He says, what are you doing today? I said, well, no, nothing. He says, can you come up? I said, yeah, why, what's, what's wrong? No, there's nothing wrong. He said, I want to show you something. So I said, I'll be up in a few minutes. So I went to the car and off I went up to Richard there. He said, I'm to show you something. We went and he had some cheeses, making this cheese. And I looked at him, I said, what, what, what is it? But they're all red spots in all these red. He said, it's uh, cranberries. I said, what, what do you mean? I said, oh, we mixed cheese and we put cranberries in with it. I said, well, you never sell that bloody stuff. I said, nobody will buy cheese with cranberries in it. He said, I think, you know, it's their best seller now. Have you ever heard any of that? Well, that's their best seller. The Wensleydale Creamery is the big cheese in the Yorkshire Dales National Park, but there are other local businesses using milk to make butter or ice cream, and these are taking part in the cheese festival too. There's also a handful of other cheesemakers in the National Park. One of them is Iona Hill of the Ribblesdale Cheese Company. She was working as an accountant in London in 2008 when the company's founder, her uncle, died. And to be honest with you, I didn't really... I honestly, let's be honest, I knew nothing about cheese. Absolutely nothing. My uncle would, from time to time, send me these huge, very mysterious chunks of cheese, vac-packed in large, sort of um, uh, plastic bags, which were always a complete mystery to me, and I always received them very gratefully, but I honestly couldn't tell you much about them. She was looking back in 2019, having by then run the business and lived and breathed cheese for 12 years. The products that we have at the moment are primarily hard cheeses, so we make 14 cheeses in total. Um, out of those we make a couple of soft cheeses, so they're hard. They're not all goat's cheese now. Um, we get our goat's milk from a lovely farm over near Skipton, and it's been held up as a beacon of best practice. And I went on one of their farm walks a couple of years back. It was amazing, absolutely amazing. It was just so lovely. Special areas, play areas for the kids. Um, quieter areas, uh, the billies are cordoned off at certain times, feeding times. It was just so incredibly well done and those animals were looked after beautifully. Yeah, it was very impressive. So we have a single source of milk and again that's quite important to know that you're getting your milk from one source. So we have had this arrangement with the goat farm in um, near Skipton for gosh about six years or so now which is fantastic. Really pleased, it's a consistent supply of milk you know, if we didn't have milk, we wouldn't have a business. It's as simple as that. Iona Hill of the Ribblesdale Cheese Company. In the next episode, to be recorded at the Cheese Festival in a couple of weeks' time, we'll move from cheese past to cheese present. Thank you for listening. <laughs>